Hey, okay, so maybe your lovemaking life is not the best, but the question is, what are you supposed to do about it? And also, like, is it okay if it is not not the best? Like, is that also okay? Uh, I'm whispering because it seems like the appropriate thing to do with the topic at hand, even though it really doesn't matter because it makes no difference. Um, But maybe this is a heads up for you. If you've got little ears in the car, today we're going to be talking about what to do if your sex life sucks, okay? Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What up? 551, baby. That's how many episodes we've done of Certified Mama's Boy. It's crazy, right? Uh, Monday's edition. Today is the, uh, halfway through August, the 15th of August, as we do this daily podcast with three principles, which is live, laugh, love your mom. That means live your life out loud. We, we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom. My co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Well, are you guys sick of the CPA story or you want to hear what he said back to me? Oh, mercy. <laughs> I literally just got a text with him like five minutes before we started recording. And I'm like, what? I saw his name pop on my phone. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me which is now we're talking 4 30 p.m yep on sunday yep august 14th what we're talking about in case you're new is my taxes my um house got left off my 2020 taxes i'm gonna keep this short because i know y'all heard the story a hundred times you listen every day uh and then my cpa literally disappeared on me and i've been frantically trying to find somebody to get it done before the deadline which is tomorrow by the way so I've been super panicked, didn't really quite know what to do, freaking out. And I have like not heard from him. He sent me an email like two Sundays or two Fridays ago. and was like, I'll have a response by tomorrow. Never heard from him. And I didn't have time to sit around and wait for this guy, right? Like, can't do it. So I, do you want to know what he said? And let's figure out how we even feel about this. Yes. He texted me and said, I'm sorry, but there's no ID with this message. I'm gonna I'll go sentence by sentence, okay? I don't know what he means by that because my my uh, phone number does show up as no caller ID, but my text message I'm 99.9 percent sure sure do not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't I don't know, and uh, I've sent him four text messages over the last. Uh, since July 18th, all of them have signed my name. So like he's got it. Uh, mm-hmm. So says, I'm sorry, but there's no ID with this message. I'm very sorry, but I've been dealing with severe back issues, three surgeries in the last month and excruciating pain. Oh. That's hmm. it. That's the end of it? That's it. That's all I said. So he still doesn't know that he's talking to you? I I don't know. I'm I'm not even sure what to make of that. Oh gosh, he may be on drugs. I'm not even sure what to make of that. Me either. It almost kind of makes it worse, to be honest with you. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, what? Hmm. Like Well, it's not like this is a recent event. I mean I mean, that's the thing is guys had since April. Right. First notice came in. Let me see you have a date on this first letter. First letter came in on March the 7th. Yeah. (laughs) Today is the 15th of of August. Yeah. So Uh, how does that, uh, how does that make you feel mom? Now that we kind of have a somewhat mm. conclusion to the story. 
Well, it makes me certainly happy that you moved on. Well, yeah. You had no choice. I had no choice but, but to. But this guy, I mean, like, I don't need to be paying somebody extra to be doing his work. No. He screwed this up in the first place. Yes. And I think that you need to report him to whatever. You're the you're, okay. I got a text message too today from somebody in San Diego. Mm-hmm. They said I've been uh, an account. I've been in accounting for the last thirty plus years, and worked uh, working for CPAs in particular. What your CPA did is unheard of. You would never forget to leave someone's home purchase or sale off their taxes. It's the uh, it's one of the first things you look for. No offense, but but he really is a POS and should be reported. I'm like, how do you report somebody? Like, how is that even done? Well, I'm sure there is an organization that you can report them to. I don't even know how to start. Um, My dad was like trying to get onto me this weekend too. He's like, you need to, you know, file a lawsuit. I'm like, I don't. For, I just, first off, first things first, I just need to like get this handled. Okay, like right, absolutely. That's first right. things first. That's uh, right. Then after Tuesday, I can start thinking about it a little bit more. Um, yeah. There's just a lot going on right now behind well, the scenes. Well, and you, so. can ask, you can ask the accountant that's filing it for you now who to report him to. That's true. She well, would know. Okay, and so then let's, I would demand my money back for sure. How would you feel about this, honestly? Like, what would you what would you do? What would you do in this situation? Um, I, I'm genuinely curious how you would – I mean, obviously, guys going through something, apparently, but dude's had mm-hmm. five months to get this right. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm like – Right. I don't know. I'm just really – I'm torn – I'm trying mm-hmm. to how to feel about this. I'm trying to what to do with this. It's just mm-hmm. way more frustrating than it's worth, you know. Mm-hmm. So well, e- either way, no matter what you do, it's totally irresponsible. Yeah, it's just that's just I'm just y'all. There's just and so much I, going not on. Not like, to mention unprofessional. Pretty soon, I can give gracious. you a, a better rundown of what's actually happening in my life. But right now, just know it's just this chaos. I've just felt sick today. There's just so much going on. I almost feel like impaired. There's so many things to do right now that I'm just like I don't even know. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Anyway, it's not a great way to start the Monday show, but that's where we're at. Um, yeah. I, I will tell you that we're going to have a, a, a bigger discussion on this tomorrow, but I finally saw the Elvis movie. I'm going to wait for my mom to see it so we can discuss it. Um, she's going to watch it tonight, and then we'll talk about it tomorrow. But really good and mm-hmm. really sad. And I like to kind of get the perspective of somebody that – because to me, it, again, it's like one of those things. It's like – um. Who's the one? Uh, the woman that just died, Sandy from Greece. Uh-huh. Olivia Newton John. You know, like uh-huh. knew of her, like I knew of Elvis, familiar right. with the music. Doesn't really mean yeah. much to me. You know, it didn't have like a real strong personal connection to Elvis. But mm-hmm. I would be curious as someone that grew up in that time period. All I can really think about during the Elvis movie, and by the way, you can rent it. It's like I don't know what this new system is. It's the weirdest new system. For renting movies, I was at surprised home. to say that you could rent it. It's still on in the theaters. Well, isn't they it? have this new early access, which yeah. is basically instead of paying four dollars for a movie rental, you pay twenty dollars for a movie rental. Yeah. And last night I didn't have anything going on, so I was like, I really, I was like flipping through things to watch, and I was like, I'm just gonna watch this Elvis movie. But then I said early access. I was like, what's early? It's kind of like when you watch it in the damn hotels, you know, mom. Mom, yeah, I'm here. Where'd you go? <laughs> you know, like you know, no, like, I'm here. You know, like when you go watch movies in hotels right. and they're still in theaters, yes. and like, it's like so expensive. So yes, that's why I'm like, hey, go friggin' while I've had this rental for 48 hours, y'all might as well watch it for free because <laughs> I already paid twenty dollars to watch this stupid movie. Wow, twenty dollars, twenty dollars, twenty damn dollars. Wow, 
Um, so crazy, but we'll discuss it. Uh, we'll discuss it. But I don't know where this new tier came in. I don't know where this new tier of movie rental came in. Like there used to be either movie theater or home or back mm-hmm. in the day, you, you know, get it on VHS is either you watch it at home. Or you watch the movie. Now there's like this. Oh yeah. You can get it like a few weeks early, but it's going to cost at 20 home. bucks, you know, after it's released in theaters. Yeah. So yeah. it's wild. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that new, uh, that new mm. option. Um, uh, mm. my, my mom tried to trick the dog over the weekend, and I, <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. These dogs are getting smarter and smarter. Mm-mm. Do you agree That's, to that? Oh, yeah. There is no way I can outsmart Winnie. No. Kiki's the same way. So what did you try to do? Let's hear, what, let's hear the attempt you tried to make. <laughs> so she hates to go to be groomed. Yeah, this is my brother's and dog. So, my mom watches my brother's dog when he's away. Yeah. And um, so... I was having a groomed on Saturday and I told Jim, I said, I'm going to trick Winnie today. I'm going to go in the opposite side of the shopping center and park in a different area. And then maybe she won't know where we are. (laughs) Well, I've learned now not to leave my seats down because I have to, you know, crawl in there to drag her out. Mm -hmm. So I did have my seats up and she was in the very back. But I'll be darned, I opened that back door, and uh-uh, she was having nothing to do with it. <laughs> she was backed up all the way against that back seat, like, mm-mm, I, no, I'm not going And you weren't there. anywhere actually near the building? No. Yeah, like she no. wouldn't even, I, I don't know how they do that. Kiki's the same way. Kiki's oh, the same gosh. way. If I ever take her to the vet, like her actual vet, not the cardiologist, yeah. Like she know like the second that we get out of the car and this is like, it's like street parking. So I'm going to have to park three blocks away. It's yeah. like, she starts shaking, shiver. I'm like, how do you know this? Oh yeah. I know. Like, how are you so aware of where we are right now? You know? Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. They'll be looking around. It's funny when I bring her out here and we get about five miles from our house and she'll look out, out and she'll start whining, you know, yeah. she's excited. Like she's ready to get out. I mean, it's really crazy. Yeah, I don't and know the how... same thing when I take her home. I get within, you know, a few miles of her house, and she'll start whining, knowing knowing where she is. How do they know we this though? Five Honestly, miles away. How do they know? I don't know. It's very strange. I'm not sure what they do to like very strange understand their surroundings because mm-hmm. I don't think they can really see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think you can really I see. Mean, a tree's a tree, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> a house may, is I, a house. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. And there's like, <laughs> nothing you can do to, like, make them th- think otherwise, you know? Uh-uh. No. I'll tell you what my, my newest frustration with Kiki is. Like, Kiki is pretty much decided. I don't know if, if anyone's pet. I think eventually it's probably just like with kids where you just have to like give in and like, because like, what am I going to do? This, I, can't, I can't like force this dog, this five pound creature. To do anything. And <laughs> grandma now, she's 14. So like she's just gonna do whatever she wants. And like I just have to kind of just say okay. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, nothing affects her. Nothing uh-huh. like yelling. She can't hear. I'm not gonna spank her. So it's like Mm-mm. what's the you know, what's the play here? Right. So um I um <laughs> I, I she's now pretty much decided that she's only going to poop inside. Oh no. Like a hundred, hundred percent exclusively just poop inside now. Oh no. Um, and I just kind of yeah. have to like say okay to it, you know? 
Like because we'll you go take out her outside and, and she like, won't do anything. We'll walk for like 30 minutes. Literally on, on Friday night, whatever day it was, I walked her all the way across the other other, other part of the, the city I live in. All the way, mm. 30, 45 minute walk. We walked. Wow. I, I carried her a while, most of the time. Mm. Then, yeah. But came back and didn't do anything. Not, I don't think she even peed. Mm. Came back because I pooped on the floor. <laughs> And like, honestly, it's now to a point where I don't even take her out in the morning anymore because it's not even worth my time. Yeah. Like, she's just going to poop on the floor anyway. So it's like. And she's not going to take, she won't go if you take her out there. No. Anyway, even in the morning. After being up all night. No. She will not. She will wait till she gets back inside and then poop on the floor. Wow. I just, I'm I'm just, again, (gasps) 80-20. 80-20, You know, like I'll be very, 80-20, that means to me, that's when I feel like. I'll be really sad when Kiki dies 80%, but there's going to be 20% of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's relieved. I'm just going to be like, uh, um, yeah, there are a lot. I, I saw this on Reddit. I thought we could laugh about this really quick. This was the, um, people reveal the first times they remember feeling like an adult. And let's <laughs> see how many of these we can relate to. I don't remember the first time. Think about the, think about your answer, mom. The first time that you can relate to being an adult or, you, you know, you could, felt like okay now i'm an adult you know mm-hmm. remember feeling like you're an adult uh, a couple mm-hmm. of responses on reddit um when i got mad they rearranged the grocery store oh man oh god i know it <laughs> that's so frustrating is isn't truly, it though it truly is oh my god it's so frustrating like you get in the same store because you know where everything is yeah. and then they turn it around and it's like oh no I had to go oh, um, when Jeff gosh. had COVID. I had to go drop some stuff up for some food off at her house, yeah. and I stopped by her Safeway. Oh yeah. my god! I mean, like none of it made sense. None <laughs> it of it takes made you sense. three times as long. Yes, none of it made sense. But it's mm-hmm. even worse. I feel like yeah, when they rearrange your own grocery store. Yeah. Like I remember when I shortly before I left San Diego, the Target in Point Loma was being remodeled, and I was like. Absolutely not. Oh, Absolutely no. not. I didn't know where anything was. I was like, right, that's like the only reason I was happy I was leaving San Diego. Sort of. <laughs> it was like, I do not want to deal with that new target and have to learn the new the new layout. It's terrible. And that's how I feel about Kroger here. You know, this is a super Kroger. Yeah. And they have, you know, they have clothes. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, it's just crazy. And it's so hard to get in there and get out. And it's just awful. So I do, when I shop at Kroger, I always do click list. Because I want them to go find all that stuff oh, for me. Yeah, because I, I, I go in there and I'm like, I cannot find a thing in this store. I hate that. Speaking of groceries, this next person said, when I was buying my own groceries and had oh. survived for two weeks on my own, I figured I must be doing something right since I wasn't feeling hungry or diminished. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Like you had to go to the grocery store by yourself for the first time? Like <laughs> nobody's buying your food for you? That was kind of crazy. Yeah, That's a good yeah. one. Um, I wanted to buy a box full of fruit roll-ups, but was feeling weird about it because as a kid, we were not allowed to get it. So at some point, <laughs> while I was thinking about uh, putting it down, it dawned on me that I was a grown-ass man with my own income, <laughs> and I bought like 20 boxes. It's true. <laughs> that, I remember that was kind of cool, like when I moved to college, and you could just, yeah, kind of buy whatever you wanted. Go you buy know? everything Yeah, you like wanted. what? Yeah. No one's going to tell you otherwise. <laughs> well, you got that freshman 15 because you're just going wild, uh-huh. you know? That's right. Um, the first time I didn't have to ask permission to go out, this person said on Reddit. Oh, first time yeah. I remember being an adult and have to ask your parents' permission. Yeah. Um, this is said when I, I saw 
people younger than me waste waste time on dead relationships, partying, and dead end jobs. Mm. I realized I was now able to see bigger picture mm-hmm. and quite literally felt so old and responsible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's always crazy, right? Or for me, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, like think about somebody that's like twenty five. Mm-hmm. And then I'll remember that's literally 15 years younger than me. Yes, <laughs> I know. And then I and you'll th- see them doing it or you'll know they're involved in something and you so much want to say, hey, cut no. that out. It's not worth it. Do you ever work in reverse of that too, though? Do you ever realize how, how much older you are than some people and then wonder how you actually were able to trick the system long enough to get here? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I do it all the time where I'm like, I don't know how in the world – me, <laughs> a former baby, um, <laughs> figured out how to like do Just all a this. Child, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've somehow stayed alive for thirty nine years, <laughs> and that's impressive to me. <laughs> and a lot of those years on your own, with the exception yeah. of what eleven? Good man, I'm proud of myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me do two more of these, and we'll move on with today's show. Um, let's see when um. When I saw a young, oh, that's, uh, honestly, the first time I bought a car without mentioning it ahead of time to my parents. Oh, yeah, that's a big oh, one. I was 20 yeah, or, 20, 27, 28, married, no kids, though. And mm-hmm. at that point, I realized, hmm, I don't have to run this past anyone. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's always mm-hmm. like that That first purchase. I remember when I bought my first car. I thought, I thought I was going to roll over dead. Like, how how could <laughs> I do that? You know, I was probably the same age, you know? <laughs> I think for me, it was the first time when I had a job and had my own paycheck. That was weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and like nobody, like you had just had to go. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. You like had to go, like you had to show up. And like, it wasn't like school, but like you knew you wanted to stay alive. You had to go do this thing. You better be on time. You had to be responsible. What was your first job, mom? Money and Oh boy, I have a paycheck. It was virtually nothing. I was a clerk at what was then called Retail Credit, which is now Equifax. Oh, interesting. And that was the most boring job (laughs) ever. Almost as boring as my second job. What was your second job? So boring. My second job was in the payroll department for Richway which was kind of a low-end riches department store. And I worked with the woman that did all the payroll, and she must have – I thought then she must have been 100 years old. I'm sure she was probably 50. Yeah. Um, You know, and and she would have me audit the time cards and check the time sheets, and oh, Mm -hmm. my God, that was so bad. Pauline Overstreet, I can still remember. (laughs) Yeah, she seems so old. She's probably 36. Um, yeah, exactly. All right, I'll give you one more off this list. One day it was, so, or one day it somehow was way too exciting when I went to shop and I found some really nice kitchenware that was also easy to clean. That's when I knew it. Yeah, way excited <laughs> about that. I remember I bought my first vacuum. That was a big one for me. <laughs> oh I bought a vacuum cleaner. And I was like, oh. I was in Tampa. I think I had to like finally buy my own that wasn't like a hand me down. Oh yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> that was a big purchase too, you know. Big investment. Yeah, oh, vacuum yeah. cleaner. It's no joke. Oh my so god! Go. I can remember our first our first purchase of a vacuum cleaner was 
an Electrolux. Oh, I, I still I, remember that thing for some reason. That canister thing? Yeah. We had it forever. Yeah. And it was so expensive, we had to have payments on it. Yeah, I remember this. <laughs> Didn't they come door to door for some reason too? I feel like they came yeah. door to door, yeah. Yeah. Which like, wh- what? why was that ever like a solid business model? <laughs> to go knocking on people's doors yeah. to get their business. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't, I don't know. know. That was the only way you could buy those was, you know, through a through a, a salesman. Yeah, I don't uh, know why that was ever. Salesman. Why we ever answer a door and just be like, hmm, I am in the market for a vacuum cleaner. You know what I mean? Like what? <laughs> right, now exactly. I, that's what I, I swear your kids are gonna say the same thing when they're like, isn't it weird? You used to like go to a store, like a place, and like bought stuff that was so weird and just ordered on the internet. Like what? Why would you do or that? You used to go to a movie theater. Oh yeah, why? Why would uh-huh. you do that? Ugh, yeah, weird. <laughs> Strange. All right, we'll get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay, it's from Marianne Williamson. Ego says, once everything falls into place, I'll feel inner peace. Spirit says, find your inner peace and then everything will fall into place. Man. Yeah, sorry, honey. I know you're going through a rough time right now. But it's well, true. Like I know it's true. Like I know. Like, like, I know like, you honestly, know it's true. none of this stuff that's happening behind the scenes right now really matters. Like it's all going to get resolved mm-hmm. one way or another. It's just annoying as hell. Mm-hmm. Like the tax thing is going to get resolved. I'm sure. Hopefully, unless my mm-hmm. parents' person sucks. Um, <laughs> you know, like this other stuff happened. Like it's all it's all going to be fine. But it's just a lot, a lot going on right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not so how happy. I'm not excited about anything. With your- what? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm just saying. saying it's not like it's just it's just all just frustrating and annoying. But anyway. Well, and it all comes at one time too. Yeah. And then you know, Jess had COVID and that was complicated. Which is a lot. This sure. week's short. Don't forget, I'll be in Chicago. Oh, yeah. That's uh, right. Two days this week. Thursday, Friday. Right. Yeah. So work on finding your inner peace. I know you know how. I'm really I'm just I'm not doing well right now, but it's fine. It'll get better. I just don't feel like myself right now. I put this on social media last week and I didn't mean to make it like a, it's just hard when you're, uh, I don't want to say an entertainer because I don't really feel like an entertainer, but like when your job is to entertain people yes. and put on shows, how about that? When your job is to put on shows, mm-hmm. multiple shows, including like, I didn't even feel like posting on social media last week. I just don't. Mm-hmm. It's hard because like for y'all, it's the easiest, but I just, uh, unfortunately, I'm just not creative when I'm in this headspace. So like when I sit oh, down for the yeah, podcast, I, I kind of just feel like, and I'm really just, I know I, I, I feel like I'm exhausted by the CPA story. So yeah, <laughs> I know y'all got to be ex- exhausted by it, but it's like literally the only thing I'm doing outside of work right now, you know? Right. So, well, there's some other it's things, important. but like, that's basically it, you know? So yeah. it's just frustrating, frustrating, frustrating. Um, but again, I know, and I, I, I like stopped myself multiple times last week, and I'm like, it's. I mean, like, I can make this whatever I want. Like, it's happening either way, you know. And like, it help. It does help me, and hopefully, that, that quote does help somebody. Mm-hmm. I hope um, it helps you. Well, yeah, but think about it. Like, you, whatever you're going through is like what you're going through, and like, mm-hmm. it's not going to change. I mean, unless you can, if you can change something, cool, do it. But like, I can't change the tax situations. But so, like, how am I going to go through it? And like, right. honestly, I haven't done well. <laughs> But like, <laughs> it doesn't have to be this clunky. And like, when I can get on a good headspace, like I'm fine with it, you know? Right. Um, well, and, and so many things play into it too. When you're going through, let's just say any kind of dilemmas in your life. Yeah. You don't sleep well. Yeah. 
Typically, you eat crappy. Mm-hmm. You don't get exercise. You do right. all the wrong things right. just because you feel like a piece of crap. Yeah. And all those things make you feel crappy until something flashes and says, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, I'm totally off track Some, here. Yeah, right. Or the situation changes and then you can go, oh, whew, okay, now I can relax and get back to my routine and taking care of myself. And Right. Doing the things I know that help me and nurture me. It's fine. It'll yeah, be fine. We're just human beings. I just, it's just, it, it to me, there's an immense level of pressure to be mm-hmm. able to entertain at a very high caliber. Mm-hmm. And I put out a lot of shows every week. And so mm-hmm. when any of them don't do well, like last week, we, we didn't even do a podcast because it like was just too crazy. A Kramer and Jess one. Mm-hmm. Um, so... And then the radio show was like, okay, I, but I had to like pour everything into that basically. And then the podcast, I've just been kind of in mopey, old mopey pants over here. So <laughs> it was a good weekend though. It was nice. Honestly, I did a lot of recharging this weekend and good. gotten those cozy earth sheets, man. Mm. Mm. Now that will make any day better. It really does. It's like the only thing that's going well for me right now is my sheets. <laughs> No, it's dramatic. Uh, But it is. I mean, like, I can tell you what, coming home from like a crazy day and like getting in sheets that like are so freaking soft. Like, you guys, I don't think you realize if you just have a normal set of sheets what you're missing. And right now, Mm. especially with this discount with Cozy Earth, don't like, don't miss out on, like, don't miss out on this. Please don't. I'm telling you, if anything you can don't miss out on, like, this is the one. Cozy Earth. It makes the world's most comfortable products. Their sheets are the softest you'll ever sleep on, ever. They're made out of bamboo, and they're way more breathable than cotton. Oprah's favorite things, three years in a row. I mean, we can go on and on and on about this, but they're really just quality, quality products. And I think you're going to dig them because they're uh, not only are they super soft, they come with a 10-year warranty. So you're going to have these sheets for 10 years, 10 years years of the world's softest and that's like minimum 10 years i don't know give them 20 i don't i don't know i don't know how long you have them but you have them for a long time and that's mm-hmm. like so when you're buying luxury sheets that's like one thing you really want to look for right it's a warranty because you know no point in paying a couple hundred bucks for some sheets and then them just going bad you know after two years with these sheets i mean it's literally you're going to get you're going to get a 10 year warranty and a hundred sleep uh, night sleep guarantee so for 100 nights if you don't if you're not feeling this excited and honestly i gotta be honest with this cozy earth stuff, I'm not reading any kind of, there's no paper in front of me for this one. Like if you can tell it's a little, little different every time. Cause after like the first two weeks, I've started talking about it because I just feel like it's a more authentic endorsement of this product. I love these sheets and I hope that you'll take the, get a little bit of extra money that you have and invest in a better set of sheets, especially if yours are getting kind of worn. Let's say in the next year, you're going to need to buy new sheets anyway, or maybe a perfect wedding gift for somebody. Ooh. Everybody needs new sheets. And these are this would be an awesome wedding gift for somebody or a, a present what for a parent. I mean, it's a great yeah. gift. It's a great nice 40- 70th birthday gift. <laughs> or 70th <laughs> birthday gift. Um, <laughs> 40% off, 40% off of these sheets or anything else soft over at CozyEarth.com. Your promo code is Kramer40. Go take a look at them and do the price comparison and divide that number by 10 you know, for your 10 year warranty and see how much it would cost you per year to sleep on the world's softest sheets. And then you decide like, is that worth it? Is it worth the Whatever, 20 bucks a month or whatever. I mean, 20 bucks a year to, you know, dollar a month, dollar mm. 50 a month to sleep on the world's softest sheets. Probably. 
Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't it be? CozyEarth.com. CozyEarth.com. Your promo code is Kramer40. Kramer40 at CozyEarth.com. Also, Athletic Greens on the podcast. Mom, how are you uh, How are you doing with your uh, Athletic Greens? You sleeping better? Oh, great. You sleep- oh, yeah. I thought my mom was dead this morning, y'all. <laughs> You're sleeping real good today. Like we have a family call on Sunday mornings, nine o'clock. And like, typically my brother will like send out a text that I'm going to be on. And like my mom's usually follows up. And (laughs) I texted mom this morning about the Elvis movie. Like I have no response. Didn't hear a word (laughs) back from anybody in that household. I I really like for a minute, I got anxiety about it. I was like, what if it was like a murder suicide or like somebody (laughs) left left the the CO2 on or, you know, somebody left gas was running in the house. I don't know, you know? I don't know. When he attacked us. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, I was wiped out. You know, I get up at six and I let Winnie out and feed her. And then I go back to bed. That takes me about 10 minutes total. Yeah. And I went back to sleep. And Jim, I don't know when Jim got up. I have no idea. And all of a sudden, my watch is letting me know, my alarm is going off of my watch that it's 9 o'clock, which is the time to feed Winnie her second meal of the day. And I'm like, I'm like, 9 o'clock? Yeah, we were worried about pos- it. I was like, wait a minute. What time did you go to it's bed? It's Sunday. We have a family yeah. call today. Your one, your one responsibility outside the podcast. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, obviously, AG1 is working well for her. Yeah, um, it is definitely helping. Yeah. Plenty of energy. I'm cleaning out everything in my house, as you yeah, all know. Yeah, that's true. You guys have been working hard over there. Yeah. Yeah, oh, they've, been, yeah. they've been cleaning out garages yeah. and stuff. And that's, I mean, that's a, that's <laughs> two 70-year-old people, y'all. Um, <laughs> AG1's awesome because that's what it is. It's, it's one scoop of morning of, this, of the AG1, and then you get 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, and probiotics, and adaptogens. Start your day out right. Even you at, at 70 could be cleaning out garages and sleeping all night. What time wait, What time did you go to bed? That's right. Um, last night about 10.30. And you got up at 9? Mm-hmm. Lord of mercy. Well, I woke up a couple of times during the night. but Yeah, that's, um, that's I was only awake for a few minutes. Uh, anyway, anyway yeah. you can take it for but all kinds of really things. I was really tired. Yeah, it was great. But sleep is one of them. One of the things you can get from this is good sleep. Mine mm-hmm. is digestion. Like I always, mm-hmm. when I take AG1, way better digestion. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter what you are. If you have some kind of lifestyle you're doing right now, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, keto, they're all good. It's uh, less than $3 a day, which is awesome. And it's got over 7,000 five-star reviews. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. It's a good weekend for certified fans. Very mm-hmm. good weekend for certified fans. We uh, got, I think, two new people. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was That's crazy. Great. It was crazy, 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 crazy. Well, my apologies to Anna Yu from California, who was our certified fan on Friday. Yeah. I just realized today when I went on Facebook that I forgot to post the shout out to her on Facebook. Yeah, why? So I did it today. I did it today. Sorry. Sorry, Anna Yu. Love um, you. Obviously, the AG1 is <laughs> not helping with the memory, but um, sleeping is fine. <laughs> 
Um, I just have to keep with my routine. We have two new certified fans that we're going to celebrate, which is amazing. Um, we have hit our quota plus one for this month, so thank you. Uh, oh, certified fans so donate six bucks a month to the show, and it's uh, it helps keep it going. You know, like I love AG1, mm-hmm. I love Cozy Earth, but those two alone will not pay the bills for this podcast. So, <laughs> uh, luckily, you guys step in and you help produce this podcast every day. And thank you, by the yeah. way, even when the days are hard, I appreciate you guys uh, making. Uh, just you're always supportive. You know I'm having a bad yeah. day. Like it's I don't like with a radio show. I have a bad day. I feel like I'm like they're just they're an angry group of people. Mm. Um, but with you guys, you're always supportive. So thank you. And certified fans really are like the backbone of that. So thank you for doing this. Bunch of perks when you join. It kind of makes the show come to life. Our newest certified fan. You get you do get the show dedicated to you by the way mm-hmm. when you join. So uh, Whitney J, who lives in Palm Coast, Florida. Whitney J, oh. Palm Coast, Florida. We are so thankful for you. Thank you so much yes. for being one of our newest certified fans. Number 441. And this wow. show is dedicated to you. So, Mom, let's give her a welcome whoop whoop. Okay. Whoop whoop to Whitney J in Palm Coast, Florida. Yeah. So I, happy to have you here. Yeah, we'll I had see to do you some, on our Facebook page. I better do some deductive reasoning. Mm-hmm. I think she's probably an Atlanta person because I see a 678 area code on the phone number. Ooh. So I'm guessing you probably came over from the upside and now you live in Florida. And that's just an assumption uh-huh. that I'm making. But anyway, um, very thankful for you. Our newest certified fan, Whitney J, you're the best. And uh, if you yes. want to join us, we hey, listen, I'm never going to turn down people. That's for sure. We could always, we always need people. We need them. We need them. Uh, text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Fans to 888-Kramer8. Mom, that's going to do it for you for this Monday show. Go watch Elvis. Okay, I will. Everyone have a great week and love you forever. All right. Mental Health Monday time with Leah. Leah is a therapist. And if you're ever looking for like an in-person therapist, um, Leah, I think, does a fantastic job. And uh, any kind of like female empowerment stuff or just go follow her. She's got a great social media too. Uh, but she's my therapy therapist friend and we just talk about therapy stuff. Anything you might talk about with a therapist or mental health and we do this every Monday if you like this. My sex life sucks. I mean, not currently. Well, I mean, it does. But I can relate to that statement because I remember being probably three or four years into my marriage and being like, oh no, like what, what do I do with this? Because I felt like we didn't have the communication process to really talk about it. Uh, I mean, it was pretty much non-existent in the last four or five years. Just like none, zero. Zilch. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But I felt like we, our communication was so terrible that Anytime I tried to bring it up, she got super defensive. Mm-hmm. And so it was almost, I just got to a point where it wasn't even worth it because even then when we did, it was just anxiety inducing. You feel me? Because it was like, yeah. okay, we got, we got to like, do we got to make this work? We got to make this, we got to, right. you know, like it just, it just, it, was, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. It just wasn't fun. It was yeah. not fun. So I know there's somebody and you may never admit this, but hopefully this episode is for you. It, it says my sex life sucks and I'm not quite sure what to do about it. And we're going to, in the next nine minutes, try to give you some pointers on how to turn it around, including like, should you schedule it? Uh, should you, uh, should you talk to your partner about it? Should you, should you force it? Like, what do you, it, it is, or should you just accept that sex just kind of mm, no, goes away think, after a while? I mean, I think the frequency and like having the energy and time does, does dissipate. Oh. Yeah. 
over like the length of a relationship, but I, it doesn't have to be bad or something that never happened. So I, I think that's also a myth that people like to say because it requires a lot of effort. Well, is there, is there a, like a healthy and uh, like, uh, unhealthy amount? Does that make sense? Like it, it, if you're having sex less than this amount, it, like it's a problem versus, I mean, it's probably right. different, different by person. Yeah. Yeah. Person. I think it's different. Like, cause people have different sex drives too. Right. And yeah. so I think it's like a couple might like one couple, like, twice a week might be more than sufficient where another couple, they may need to have sex more often. Yeah. So I don't think there's like a one size fits all, you know? Okay. So maybe you have the desire to though. Maybe you're still in, and just something has happened to where it's just not even there anymore. So mm-hmm. what, if, if you were to give me, here's a, a simple first couple of steps you can take to kind of get your sex life back on track with, with your partner with, we're talking like same person. Mm-hmm. So I would say the first thing, which we've talked about a lot, but is communicate. So I think people are very dodgy, especially about sex, which is ridiculous, especially when you've been someone for the while, but people, I think there's a lot of worry about offending or hurting the other person's feelings. Yeah. That's how I always felt. I always felt like she took it so personally, but I think it could just be like, what can we do together to like, you know what I mean? To feel more Mm -hmm. connected in this intimate way. And you just say it like that. Like, I feel like this is something that we've like lost like have not been as connected over. That's a weird phrase. Like, I think it's just communicating like, Hey, this is something that I've noticed has like become less frequent or that we don't put much effort in. And I really want to make sure we stay connected, you know, on this, in the, on this level. Okay. And I think if you do it as like a, we and you're a team and you're wanting to address it, it can be less, um, like feel less, offensive. Right. And like sure. you, you might feel less sensitive or upset that this person would say such a thing. Now, really quick. What if I'm on the other end of this? Let's just say that my partner comes to me <laughs> and I'm I my needs like that. Well, what happens if you just don't have the desire? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, well, look, but that's how, like with that person or just generally, I mean, I, could you, well, like I'm probably, like, probably, like, probably have to be with that person because like I feel like, like you don't you desire. Like, like, what's missing? Do you not feel connected? Like, are you so tired with your children? You know what I mean? Like, if you have a family, mm. sometimes you really just it, that sounds like the last thing you want to do after sure. you've been working all day, dealing with the kids, everything. Right, so right, it's right. One of those things where there are a lot of. That's why I ask. Like, I think circumstances are matter is like what's going on. But I think sometimes too, and we like, I know people hate to talk about scheduling. I'm not saying you have to be like, Hey, every Saturday, you know, 8am, like this is our time. But this idea of just making an effort, like, you know, on Friday night, we do a date night or we like cook a meal together at home. We get wine or we, you know, we, we do something that's, that will connect us and make, gives us time alone. And then that's our time to like feel connected physically. And so it doesn't have to be something you schedule and you put in your like you know, like <laughs> your so so what is what, what is that so what does that look like then? So what if you are going to do? First off, do you think that scheduling sex is important? So I'm not a sex therapist, and I don't do couples work, but I do. I have taught. I it, it's. I think you have to be intentional sometimes, especially when you have kids, or if you two are very busy, or say someone travels a lot. I think you really do have to be more intentional. Okay, and you can make it fun. Like you can buy a fun game. You can get sexy lingerie. You can like plan a fun dinner, right? That like, maybe you don't go out to nice dinners at all. So like, we're going to go out and get a nice dinner and like come home and like, you know what I mean? Like it could be something where it's not just about the act itself, but you 
have an activity that makes you feel connected and it's, and it's flirty and it's fun. And so it's something that is not, again, you're not like saying like, okay, we meet in bed at, you know, like at this time, like we strip our clothes and lie next to each other and see what happens. Honest to God, this episode is giving me PTSD. Aww. I'm like, I'm like getting like anxious, listen, like listening really? to you talk right now a little bit. Cause it used to just be such a point of contention. And I just know I never want to have that type of relationship ever issues again. Issues though, right? So like, I well, there's a lot of issues, but yeah. And yeah. that's the thing too, is I think it's, it was, and, and it can feel very personal and people internalize it often. Like that's normal. I understand that. And I would do that too. But I think in your circumstance, it was related to like, there was so much missing or like you were at odds in that relationship in so many ways. It was not, you know what I mean? And so I really think that it was probably hard to have sex or even like really desire that person because there are so many issues. Like how can you really, because that's really, it's like a special thing, especially with someone you love and have committed your life to, it becomes something that's very personal. And so if you don't feel connected or you like someone's cheated or someone's like just been absent mentally, how why would you want to have sex with that person? I understand that. Yeah. Well, yeah. what, so, so scheduling possibly, mm-hmm. what about like, if you're just not attracted to the person anymore, let's just call it what it is. Yeah. Cause I know there's gotta be some of these relationships where you're just like, eh. well, I feel like, I mean, again, like or, this isn't my specialty, but I would say, I mean, I would even look into couples counseling for that or again, like finding ways to like, feel connected. So again, like whether it's like, again, buying sexy laundry, doing something like a, like a game, they have like a bunch of, you know, adult games where it's like, it's meant to create more desire. So stuff like that you can do. Um, I mean, that's a really hard thing. And I do think there are some people who lose attraction. They're like, yeah, I'm not like, I don't desire them in that way, but I love this person and want to be partners or like mm-hmm. grow old with them. And I think we also have to normalize that. Like, I don't want to shame people for if that's their experience and they're okay with that. Cause some people are just not, that's not as important, you know? Well, like um, for example, I'm looking, I'm looking at a couple probably look to be in there. Mm, let's say, let's say they're 60. Um, I can't imagine that they take their clothes off in front of each other. And I'm like, God, you still look like a Greek God and a goddess. You know what I mean? Cause like your body's changed. I mean, hell I don't look, but I look like, you know, 10 years ago for sure. Right. Um, but are you trying to say, mm, if I have a good relationship, do you think I'll always find my partner attractive? I think so. I so think you're saying if I don't find my partner attractive, do you think that's a bigger issue than I think I really think so. Okay. All yeah. right. And the last question about sex is can a relationship survive? Oh, well, obviously it can, but like what are there some couples you think they can just be like, we don't have sex and like, or we have a terrible sex life and it's fine. I don't, I mean, I do think there are couples that function that way. And I think like, it's really, it depends on the, it depends on the couple. I'm not just saying that. Like, I really think some people it's less significant. Other people it's more. And then it's like, and then, but like there are, I mean, there are ways to like handle your own needs, like with masturbation. Some people open the marriage. I'm not like saying act like advocating for one or another, but I think yeah. you have to communicate with your partner. And some some people are okay with like, you know, you like opening the marriage or like finding other ways, whether it's through like, I don't know, like porn masturbation or like mutual masturbation. I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I really yeah. I, I can't other ways that like everyone's kind of in agreement on it. This is what right. we do now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I hope that by the end of this episode, everyone feels empowered to, you know, say something or at least I listen. I don't I I just gave up and I wish I wouldn't have given up. So I hope that if you are listening to this and you feel like your relationship is me in there, I wish I would have. I don't know. We just didn't have the product. It wasn't even, it wasn't even just sex. It was literally anything we couldn't talk about. So it didn't matter. You know, literally it did not matter what the topic was. We just yeah. couldn't talk about it. So I hope that, you know. I think it was, I, I just, I hope you have less anxiety now that we're talking, but I, there was so much more we than. You always have anxiety. doesn't matter. <laughs> you, can wish, you can wish it all day, but I'm sure I have anxiety right now. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. No, I do. Um, but this, you know, what it shows me is, I mean, we, the problem was much bigger than sex. If you can't talk to your partner about whatever comes your way, I feel like that's really a bigger issue, you know? Yeah. So something I'm looking for in my next relationship for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, Leah has got an ebook out about dating, which may or may not work for you. But like I would send – let's send everyone to your Instagram this time because I feel like she's a smorgasbord, smorgasbord of um, – Smorgas, Smorgasbord. Smorgasbord of uh, mental health. So – how do we find you, Leah? You can find me on Instagram at her true empowerment. I was like dot com. No, it's just at her true empowerment. That's it. Or, or you can say your website too. Why not? And my website's her true And my website's cool. I have like um free worksheets to download to help with like self-exploration. And then I put books on there that I recommend. And so a bunch of resources on there as well. So check it out. Check it out. Boom. All right. I want to know what you would do about this um, this situation with my CPA. I'm, I'm genuinely curious how, like, the Jim Yancey side of me wants to, like, sue him and, like, Meh! And then, like, the Nancy Yancey side of me wants him to, like, be at peace and go out and, you know, send him a, a get well soon gift. And um, <laughs> so I'm, all, I'm always I'm always the dichotomy between – honestly, it's my brain does. I instantly hop into Jim Yancey and then I'll, I'll shift back into Nancy Yancey after a while. So – I don't know. Are you mad at him or do you want to get even or do we move on or what's what's the play here? 888 Kramer 8. It's going to be a good week at Certified Mama's Boy. Going to be in Chicago at the end of the week, but we're still going to be doing live shows from there. So excited to share the week with you. Thanks for making us part of your life. So many things you could listen to right now, but you're listening to this podcast and I appreciate it. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.